And I'm a mama. I'm uh, Ryan, and I'm not a mama. No long montages of me in my life and where children age really fast. <laughs> it's kind of good, though. It's sort of horrifying, isn't it? <laughs> and this is Mama Needs a Movie. Uh, the June boom continues on Mama Needs a Movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can just call it Mama on Mama. On Mama. <laughs> <laughs> the show Mama. That's like when a, episode, when a show's like in its fourth season and it's like, mm-hmm. yes, this yeah. This season on Curb. This season yeah. on... Yeah. How I Met. Yes. <laughs> you know how everyone calls that show How I Met? <laughs> we should have. I wish there had been many seasons of John from Cincinnati because then uh-huh. it would have been this season on John. You know, yeah. the actors would have been like... <laughs> it would have been Cincinnati. I don't know. A reference to a show that I don't think any human being ever watched. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get on John from Cincinnati if oh, you haven't seen John from man. Cincinnati. Man, was, it was gone before I could book it. Oh. The June boom continues because we have this month all terrific new movies. Actually, I don't know what we're doing next week, so I shouldn't say that. But so far, this month has been all terrific new movies with blockbuster guests. Just like great people who are great talking about movies. A hot, hot summer. A hot, hot summer. It already started and it's happening right now. And we're talking about movies that I had to physically go and see in a theater, which sometimes is quite an ordeal. And we will discuss what theaters we saw this movie in was very important yes uh with our guest today uh who's a terrific just so terrific anytime i talk with our guests about movies i always walk away and go you know i wish we talked more and i and it's stupid it's it's silly because i go we can go to the movies anytime I, i have like a mental block where i'm just like well i guess i'll see you in another year when we talk about movies Uh, so so today we're very, very happy to have a very funny uh, writer, comedian who has uh, written on a DC Superhero Girls, Tiny Toons, Luniversity, uh, a variety of other shows. Uh, somebody who's just a, a very smart uh, to hear talk about uh, movies. Our guest today is Joan Ford. Hi, thank y'all. Thank you. Yes, and I agree. We should be talking about movies outside the context of a bug con. Exactly. I feel like that's the only, that's where I talk to you most at bug cons. Yes, I so, see. Which I don't, I feel, uh, we can drop already because I don't know if that's going to mean anything to your listeners. I think it means something to upsurts of nine listeners, but they'll be really excited to hear about it. Okay. You know what? I do. I know what BugCon is, but only from Instagram pictures of BugCon. And every time mm-hmm. I see it, it's like, is this is this a cult or is this a show? And I'm never sure. What's, uh, what is your take? I've, I've, been, I've been a part of it for a couple of years and I, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I'm an active member of BugCon. <laughs> this is a, uh, this is Bug Main. If you know, I mean, I, I might as well explain it at this point. Bug Main. This is a, mm-hmm. this is like an event that's built around people. I don't know. I guess it's like Doughboys go up there and different people go up. Yeah. You, you, you've done shows there with Kate Raff. Yes. And, yeah. yes. And so, so yeah, you know, um, it's like a, kind of like a, I, I don't know how to. <laughs> it's like a parody of conventions and it's part of the Doughboy. I guess I, I you might call it part of the Doughboy's extended universe. Although uh-huh. I'm not sure Doughboy fans appreciate that. Anyways, I'm getting like really I I sorry, I derailed us from just talking about like it's nice to talk about movies with you. Oh yeah. No, but I think we're talking about the movie. We're talking about the idea that everything in a universe has 
now you you can't just say oh there's a movie it exists it's like we have to continue from that into a further universe so yes. i think doughboys has an equivalent with this film we're talking about that's, today that's i because i actually thought about that a lot that concept not in relation to doughboys but in relation to this movie just about how like this need for like everything to connect like how does like what does that have to do with us on like a deeper like human level it's like almost like this like religious seek for meaning seeking for meeting where it's like Mm -hmm. nothing can just be standalone i need to feel like everything like life has like everything has a purpose like you know i'm not just i'm not just watching some one insular like insignificant thing but like i'm part of a larger universe and i wonder like how much of that is just like that the reason that's happening right now is because we're also desperate for like meaning within all our franchises and life <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, fran- our franchise lives yes. yeah i i think that i've i've seen that with a bunch of movies that are that are movies about like generational trauma and correcting the 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 idea that like no one's truly a villain like in spider-man they're just they've been led astray by circumstance mm, yeah and i think a lot of that stuff is or like universes and it's like yeah i think that's based in how religion is fading out in the united states and uh, or isn't as prominent as it used to be and people are looking for something to connect to and then the pandemic made it even more intense yeah that's how i feel like literally that's what i say about the marvel movies i'm like this is like go like i go to them because it feels like church i like the energy of like being there on opening night and everyone's excited about the same thing so you're you're a movie goer i am yes like a, a very frequent movie goer yes can yes. i ask uh, a very personal so, question though sure are you a Stubbs member are you an A-list member? Oh, yeah. Member? I am definitely a Stubbs member. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I just joined, and I just, I want to feel a part of something, so I joined. Yeah. Don't you feel, have you, have you, have you stood in, like, the exclusive concessions line yet? Don't you feel I like. I have not. You got to do that. You yet, feel, you just, yet. like, watch everybody else, like, just, like, <laughs> wait like idiots while you get your popcorn right away. It's great. Do they, do they give you a little kiss on the hand or something? Uh, yeah, they don't do anything, and if you and like also when you get to the front of the line, they be, sometimes they don't even ask to check to make sure you're part of it. So like, <gasps> like oh. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You want to, yeah, you want you want them to be like, are you on the list? No, you're not on the list. Oh yeah. wait, here's your yeah. Name. I want to see bouncers like throwing people out of that line. Get out of the, this is for stubs. This is for yeah, A-list. A-list. yeah. <laughs> but I do, but I do feel like. There is some sort of need, some sort of like love for monoculture. We don't have any much monoculture left, and like there is something like fun and like you know it's it's like watching Cheers back in the day. You know, like it was fun to have something (laughs) to like that everyone was watching and everyone could talk about. And I do like that about the Marvel movies, at least, is that like it gives us something all to. You know, I can talk. I can go see that opening night and kind of like have these like very monoculture discussions about them. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, like sports. I yes. think of sports is like, Oh yeah. If you, if you know too, like anything about what's going on with the Lakers, you can have a conversation with someone in Los Angeles. Yes, exactly. Probably. But yeah, I can't. I have to do. <laughs> I yeah. have to do that. You you won't. You can't do the one thing that you do that you need to do to have I a conversation. Forget. I'm like they're pretty good, right? Um, I think they're pretty good. I don't know, but I think going like keeping up with Marvel movies is almost as difficult for me. It's like I don't know how many. <laughs> like yeah. I think I have missed 
some of the Avengers movies and some of the Iron Man movies, and yeah. I honestly don't know which ones because they're all they all like Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know whether she yeah. was in an Avengers movie. She didn't I like, relate to that. Yeah, like she didn't know she was like maybe in a she was in a Spider Man movie and she was yes. like I didn't know this was for Spider Man. Yes. I think you just yeah. get like when you're one of those like on call Marvel actors, it's just like come in for five minutes, like you know, come in for a day of shooting and you find out later what it was for. Yeah, and you're playing the same character, so I can see yeah. how it would be like. Wait, I thought that was for I don't know one of three different franchises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a TV. It's like a TV show. It's like. Yeah, totally. It's a crossover. So when before this situation with Marvel, when you mm -hmm. were getting into movies as a kid, was there a particular movie that you remember kind of being like, oh, my God, I wish there were a million of this? Oh, yeah. Like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I would say, was like my first, uh -huh. like the first movie that I remember, like, like kind of falling in love with movies in like almost like all capacity is just like loving the movie and like wanting to see it like a ton of times, but also getting really into the, like, how do they do this? You know, I watched a ton of makings of and got like the books about the making of. So that was the one, I think that was the movie that really like started me down the path of like loving movies, wanting to be yeah. involved with like movies and storytelling. And also, yeah, like I just like for years, like, following trades of I guess I shouldn't say trades I was like reading like entertainment weekly and like whatever I could like filter whatever I could get my hands on in mm. like suburban upstate New York you know so I did it <laughs> so I definitely remember like following like rumors and news articles about who framed Roger Rabbit 2 like the that possibly happening and like I can't rem I like I wish I could remember like what where I was reading those but I definitely like followed that for a long time like I definitely knew for like a long time that like the sequel was supposed to be like the world well it was supposed to be like the World War 2 set prequel so I definitely like followed those things but like it's hard to remember like like pre ain't honestly pre ain't a cool news like how i was getting that when i didn't have that info when mm -hmm. i didn't have like access to you know i as a kid in upstate new york i didn't exactly have access to like variety yes uh -huh. <laughs> yeah because yeah. Yeah, i re what i remember of that stuff is that it was very specialized and you had to go to a newsstand that would even have something like that yeah right and yeah and i mean i don't like I don't know how far that stuff reaches outside of like major cities. So we just got stuff from, you know, there was a little, there was a little corner newsstand in my hometown called Colson's. Uh, and we would go there once a week and I would usually get like a com, my parents would let me get like a comic book and like entertainment weekly. Um, uh -huh. so yeah. So I, I feel like that's where I had to be like, that was my big and my big entertainment news source growing up was entertainment weekly um it is amazing how much you can learn from entertainment weekly because i did yes. the same thing and, and it's like i feel like i knew everything that was going on yes yeah like you know? i remember I, I like it must have been a teenager by then but i remember reading in like it was like during i was very i, I still am but i was like in my very one of my first very big like horror phases and i remember reading like peter jackson is doing lord of the rings and like my mind was like blown i remember reading that like in entertainment weekly <laughs> the first time that any news about that leaked wow yeah and then it was years before it actually came out yeah yeah because i think i remember reading about that like early high school and i don't think i saw the first one until like i was in college wow yeah 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 i think the anticipating of things was yeah. so much easier to do when it was like 
I guess because it was film too. So yeah. was, things took a little longer. Things took a little longer and there wasn't like, I do think, you know, there wasn't like such an immediate, like, like it was, you know, you, you did kind of have to do a little hunting, even if it was just getting entertainment weekly, you do have to do a little hunting to find this stuff out. You know, I remember as like, I remember as a kid, you know, I would sometimes find out about like big movies the first time by like seeing like movie posters in like the theater. I remember mm -hmm. being really young and seeing that like big logo for uh, Ghostbusters 2. Like, and I just like, that's the first time I realized they were making other Ghostbusters and I like lost my shit. Um, <laughs> I remember like, I don't know why I thought this, but I was really worried it was going to be rated R. I remember like going to my mom and being like, if this is rated R, you still have to take me to it. <laughs> and she did not appreciate that. Uh, I don't know why I that's thought that was supposed to be. Yeah. That's a great idea to like head it off. Like, okay, yes. <laughs> I've already gotten pre approval. <laughs> yeah, this is you have to. <laughs> um, God, if this is rated R, I mean, that would be a that's that's the next step. That's the next step, I think, in the franchise is that yes. be, we'll, we'll get the R rated Ghostbusters. I would love, yeah, why not? Um, yeah, because I, oh, I remember the, the early trailers was like, this film is not yet rated, and like, I like had a heart attack. I was like, I'm oh, not yes. gonna be able to see this, but yeah, so like, but yeah, like, I remember like uh, that's how I learned about movies back then, and now it's like, it's just like everything's like immediate, like, you know, what I, I feel like. You know, the second a deal closes or the second, like, someone... Like, you can't even know about... Like, we know about shit now before it's officially happening. Like, oh, yeah. you can re read in whatever. I'm trying to, like, what I go to for news right now. Not any cool news anymore. But, you know, you can go on... You can go on variety. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> cool news is funny. You know, any cool news, they review, like, uh, like DVD, like, weird Redbox movies now. That's what ain't it cool is because... That's what they... Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Every, like, twice a year, I'll go just go back and see, like, what is ain't it cool up to? <laughs> they haven't changed... They still have that Harry uh, Singing in the Rain uh, animation. <laughs> the had, they haven't changed that one in a couple years. But, um, but yeah, so, so I, it is weird that it is like, we're all, everyone is so involved. Like everyone knows every casting decision, like the second it happens or the, before it even happens. Like we're reading about like Greta Gerwig maybe getting Barbie, like before she gets Barbie. And it's, it's, yeah. it's just a different, it's just a, it's just different. It's like a different environment. I don't know if I have a perspective on it. It's just different. Yeah. It seems like you could also, you can weigh in and change things. Yeah. Which is a little bit disconcerting. Like, oh wait, I could I could tweet about this enough. You can, ch you can change Sonic's teeth if you want. Yes, yeah. I was exactly. just thinking Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, I don't know that I like that. I don't like, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that I don't know. I it's 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 a weird world we live in. Yeah. I want to ask you because any because from talking to you and also if, if following you on Twitter, if you don't uh, follow uh, Joan on Twitter, uh, she's a great follow Joan Haley Ford on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I and and, and I, I know this. Anybody who follows you knows this that, that there's two franchises that are important to you that I want to ask you about. Yes. One is is oh, I know there's probably several, but the ones you're vo vocal about are Gremlins. Yes, love Gremlins. Yes. And which is a remarkable that one's kind of like the gold standard in terms of like a sequel that is really unconventional absolutely and, yes and maybe to this day under misunderstood yes it is i i it i agree gremlins 2 is i mean gremlins 2 is definitely like developed it's like cult following over the years and i think it gets a lot more respect than it has although i was i think variety recently put out a list of like top 100 sequels of all time and i was like shocked that gremlins 2 was not on there like it, yeah. like that's it, wild um but uh <laughs> it, it is just like i feel like 
one of, if not like the best sequels of all time, because it is really just like, it's Joe Dante, who is, I think, my favorite director, like cashing in all his chips and just making like the exact movie that he wanted to make. And it like kind of tanked his career, but I love that for, <laughs> I love that for him. I I love that he like, you know, that- He went for it. <laughs> he went for it. Um, and, uh, but it's, 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 I don't know how, how to sum it up, but it is a it is a parody of the previous movie. It is a parody of like it is a satire sequels sequels in general, but it is also just like the enter. It is just like the closest we'll ever get to a like Looney Tunes cartoon like uh, like live action on film. Um, mm-hmm. It is like just the energy is and the like the gags per minute and like just the absurdity of it is is so wild and so like fun to watch i don't know i love it i love it it's it's one of the best i mean it really is one of the best i prefer it to the original gremlins even as a as a movie i mean it's just a sensor more complicated and and yeah i think it's just a funnier movie and then the other the other series of movies that uh, i know are important to you are the chucky movies <laughs> i'm not so important that literally i i was at the new beverly yesterday and watched the five like i they did their like uh every summer new beverly is a theater in uh los angeles owned by quentin tarantino if, uh for those uh who aren't in los angeles uh they every year they do like a fran every summer they do like a franchise uh, they show all the mo- the ho- movies in a horror franchise, and this and yesterday it was Chucky. So I saw all five Chuck, all five theatrical Chucky's in the theater <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday, and it was a good time. Do you notice a? a- <laughs> Which one is your favorite Chucky? Do they change Ooh. too much, or is there a? That's what I, I kind of love that they change so much. Like watching all five in a row is a very like while is a very like weird experience because they start like the first one starts as I don't want to say like grounded, but a much like a kind <laughs> yeah. of like it has like this eighties like like it's like a very like eighties like grimy mm-hmm. like movie where it's the ordinary the whole... people of Chucky. Yes, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then it's like it, you know the first the first movie it's about a little boy. It's like a it's a little kid who desperately wants a toy and like and the toy turns out to be evil and that's it. And then by the time you get to the last one, it's like. Chucky is 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 artificially inseminating uh fucking like Jennifer Tilly like the fact that like the <laughs> franchise manages like to go from like there to there is is pretty crazy and I like all of it like I I watching them all in a row yesterday I was like maybe it was a little like Stockholm syndrome but I was like I don't th- I don't think there's a Chucky movie I don't like even like the third one is infamously like like maybe the worst one and it is probably the worst one but I was like I'm still enjoying this even though, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. smushed yeah. in there. Yeah, it's just smushed <laughs> in there, and there's some very, some very problematic stuff in it. Uh, like, uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's like... so. This is gonna be dark. I mean, there, the, there is a set piece that is essentially a a school shooting in Child's Play Three. What? That is like not that you're like watching it like in the theater last night. Every there was a little bit of like mm, this isn't as entertaining as it was in 1990. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, it, they're doing yeah. it takes place at a military school and Chucky replaces all, like they they have like an annual war games so and like Chucky is uh, Chucky replaces all of the live a- the 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 dummy ammo with like real ammo so like of course. These, yeah yeah of course, yes. yeah Chucky Chucky <laughs> oh, Well yeah. actually that's kind of like a good segue I think into the movie we're talking about today which is Lightyear 
uh, the prequel sort of to Toy Story. It's not exactly a prequel because yeah. the idea of the the in the title cards at the beginning of the movie, it says that this is the movie that the toy in Toy Story is based on. Well, now, 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 oh, and now, hey, now, wait a minute. This yeah. is. <laughs> Right? Am like, I now getting this that is wrong? The, the, <laughs> is this that complicated that I got it wrong? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll all have our own takes on it. There's some history. There's some history. Now, now, you might be following this closer than than I'm. Very confused because I thought, based on <laughs> Chris Evans's tweet. I mean, you get that, all your news from Chris Evans, so just trust. That's yeah. what Chris I go. Evans. I don't. That's where I get my entertainment news. Ain't it cool? In Chris Evans's tweets, I believe that this was going to be a movie about the man. Yes. Buzz Lightyear, the man Buzz yes. Lightyear, the real yes. guy, and then it's like Buzz Aldrin. Obviously, is a. It's like it's like if you made a if you made that that Ryan Gosling movie about space. It would be that, but then you had a Ryan Gosling toy. Yes. I think that's what I assumed from that initial <laughs> that's what it's yes, to be. Chris Evans tweet is that like Buzz Lightyear is now a man, a real man that exists in this world. And mm-hmm. apparently, in a, judging from the movie, apparently a world where like science fictiony shit is happening in, re- yes. in like real life. I don't know because it definitely it's, it, it, you know, and, and yes. And then I guess that cat person got turned into an action figure. Yeah. Yes. Which is more of a stretch than saying that it's a fictional movie. The child saw. Yes. But the reason why I was thinking of this is that that would suggest that this movie Lightyear is, was made in the early nineties. Yes. Well, which, that's what the new, that's what the card, which I think is a, some kind of correction or something. Like, yeah. well, now, okay. So now right. it's a movie. Now you're right. watching a movie. Yeah. Yes. And okay. then, so this whole movie takes place, but you're, you're very well versed in kid movies from the nineties. This does not just from yeah. the get go. It feels nothing like a movie. No. from the nineties. It's like someone it's like, it's yeah. So the, uh, the way I put it is like, the movie opens with this title card and it's like, this is a movie, a child, a child, like a six-year-old child <laughs> right. saw in 1995 <laughs> and like it, it changed, it blew their mind. It changed their world. And then the movie they show you is like interstellar or something. And you're <laughs> yes, like, this is, is the movie, this is the movie that a child, like that a child lost their fucking, like six-year-old lost their minds over. Like right. I don't buy, uh, yeah, it's hot. It's like, it's like part interstellar and part like, the 1997 like lost in space like <laughs> theatrical film and like i just yeah. like don't believe that a child was entertained by either of well, those things and it's also it's part it's also part the beginning of up because it has this whole like yes. an entire life goes by and uh it none none of it even if even if even if your your opinion of the movie itself is is high it's still not it just is like a kid would not see this movie. No, it doesn't feel like, like I said, it just doesn't feel like anything. A shot, like even even the Buzz Lightyear character, is not fun in this no. movie. Like no. I just like, there's nothing I f- could see like a kid latching onto and being like, I like this character and like I need, like I want to be like this character and and have all the merch. Like he, like yeah. they really like make him boring. Well, I think that the kid in Toy Story would have been 
playing with the cat. Yes, yes, that's a good point. That's 100%. a very hundred percent. That would be that would <laughs> yeah. be the big that would be like the big item from that move from that movie. The the, the cat. Yeah. yeah, this would be like uh yeah to put to make it a to use uh, because it's fresh in my brain a, a Gremlins analogy would be like I I saw Gremlins I want the Zach Galligan yes, action yes. figure like where's my <laughs> Billy Peltzer action figure and my Hoyt Axton where I need a Hoyt Axton action figure uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah instead of Gizmo or whatever like that's yeah that's that makes perfect yeah because I really kind of watching this movie I was like what is who is Buzz Lightyear like when you think about it like. Yeah. If you were just gonna say you're pitch me this character, like okay, what is it? He's kind of, he's uh, he's funny because he's sort of serious, and um, I'm trying to articulate like how 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 yeah, even how even I would pitch it in a sentence. But yeah. this is not whatever that is. This is not. Yeah. He's not a funny character, actually. No, and one. I mean the thing is, it feels like the character from Toy Story, the Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, be very easy to like transpose into a like. I don't want to say real world, but you know, like, uh, like a, like a, like I almost feel like this movie should be like top, like something like Top Gun in space, you know, like the real Buzz Lightyear, like the Buzz Lightyear from the, from the Toy Story movies is kind of like a, he's a doofus, but like so confident in himself that like, he always kind of like stumbles into the right, into like the right thing. Like he's just like an overly confident, endearing doofus. And like, that's so easy to put, to me, that's like so easy to put into a, you know, like a fun space meets Top Gun type setting. And they don't do any of that. Like, it, it, like the, yeah. it feels like the easiest thing to lift from these movies is like, what is the essential Buzz Lightyear character and how do you put it somewhere else? And they like, don't do that. Yeah, it's bad improv. They don't yeah. do an analogous situation. Yes, yes. I mean, that's that's not bad. That's what it should have been. Like, what, what, like, we know what Buzz Lightyear is like as a toy, but what is it, where, what happens when we put him in, you know, you know, a mil like a military situation. Well, yeah, yeah, that go? yeah. Like th- that, you've seen him interact with a dinosaur and a slinky dog or whatever. Now see <laughs> right. him interact with an actual military commander or whatever in yeah. that same. Uh, yeah, or he is a commander, but he's ridiculous, and everyone who's under him is trying to kind of like help him still feel proud of himself. I think there's a funny thing because there's something inside of that character that it's like, oh, he's this very full of himself, kind of like ridiculous white guy. And then in the movie, this movie, they kind of don't want to get into that. That it's yeah. like he's a little bit like the the more the like he is still the most capable one. It's like, hey, you know, he could not be because that's sort yeah. of his character. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, I don't know what like his character is really other than like, I don't know. He's grappling with he's grappling with like what does it mean to be a space ranger? I I don't like that. Which I don't know. Like that's that's what he seems to be <laughs> right. grappling with the entire movie. And what does that even mean? Like I I don't know. the The movie doesn't even establish what the idea of like the ideal of a space ranger should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So what it's is just, that? Like, yeah. What is a, like, what is a space ranger? Yeah. Is it is it a Star Trek person? I wanted a like a like Starship Troopers style kind of th- like g- yeah give me that ad at the beginning that's like yeah. join the Space Rangers so yeah. that I know yes. like what you know so that I know what we, we're even doing like who are the, what's this force yeah you're exploring but you're so incredibly far that was something in the movie okay so in in the story they land on this planet and they have a crystal that's going to let them leave the planet 
It's like this power source that's like an atomic power source of some kind. And they it gets broken, so they can't mm. leave the planet. So they take all of their specialized crew who are in sleeping pods, uh, and then they they get off and they start building things. And while Buzz Lightyear keeps trying to get fast enough and far enough that he can go get help. Yes. So for some reason, this is very, very important that they go and get help. But where help is or what that even means is is really not articulated. Yeah. I would also say everything like prior to them landing on this, like I do not understand why they stop at this planet full really. I don't understand like where they were before and where they are after and like where they're supposed to go. <laughs> right. yeah. it's where just, are they supposed <laughs> to be going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like it's like a desert island movie, but like it's just everyone's like like you don't know anything about like people's wants like to get like why they'd want to get off or like where they're coming from right. i think that's a really good point because if they're if they're doing a space exploration you would think that they would say here we're on this planet because blah 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 and we're yeah. leaving here and we're going to go to this planet because our job is to uh figure out what the plants are like yeah or something like that yeah i was watching uh et like the other day and i'm like that movie does such a good job, like, with no words, it's just, like, it's kind of the same opening. In fact, like, Buzz Lightyear's ship, kind of, like, that big round ship oh, kind yeah. of looks like a ripoff of E.T.'s <laughs> ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, like, they, it's, like, with no words, it's just, like, they come out, they're looking at plants, they're looking at bunnies, like, get what these aliens are here for, <laughs> they're on a little research mission. Looking um, at bunnies! They are Good. looking, yeah, there's, like, there's a long close-up of a bunny just being, like, That's okay. true, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I'm, like, I get it, like, in, like, three minutes with no dialogue, I get it, and, like, this they land, and I'm, like, why are you, like, why are you here, like, what do you want, Yeah. 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 But, yeah, and then I think yeah. that the 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 desire in that is clear. It's like, okay, I'm a, I'm stranded on this island, uh, planet, yeah. planet island, and I need to get off of it because, and it's important because, well, because that's where my friends and family are. Yes, yeah, and I yeah. think that that idea is it, like built into a kids movie. Is like that's so easy to tell if this movie is for kids, yeah. which I don't think it really is. It's. <laughs> It's like then it, my friends and family is a very understandable concept. Absolutely, I like I have to get home. Like I'm I'm alone somewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm a little kid. Scary. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little. Yeah. I mean, E.T.'s a child, right? That's what right. Spielberg right. has said. Yes. And this, yes. it's like this movie's about like the existential crisis of like watching your friends and family get old, and what does that mean? <laughs> and it's like it, I don't like I cannot see any kid re like relating to this, or it's like. It, to the Synecdoche, <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, well, my my daughter, my daughter will be into that movie. <laughs> I mean, if my, yeah, if I ever have a kid and they're like, can I, and they're like six, and I can I watch Synecdoche, New York? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yes, I've absolutely. Been doing something right, but <laughs> yes. Um, but then show, but that it's a better movie, so just show them Synecdoche. Yeah, but, just show yeah. them that and be like, this, <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is the only universe you need to be knowing yeah, about. That, I guess that's my that should be our advice to parents <laughs> for this movie. It's like if you're thinking about taking to Lightyear, just let them watch Synecdoche, New York instead. Yeah, just uh, not, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, if you watch the Toy Story movies and like you like pro like look at all the iconography and like what Buzz Lightyear is, it feels like it's very clear. It's just like the he, he's a character from like the like the purest like 
boy cartoon or boy like boy like not to gender it but whatever uh you know it's like it's like it's like power rangers it's like it's just a very like 90s like action cartoon yeah and it's simple it's, it's simple. Super simple yes yes um and maybe they wanted to do like the not simple version of this but of that you know i feel like this like i said like the simple version of this the e- the easy version is you know, it's like Star Trek meets Top Gun. It's like Buzz Lightyear's a like young cadet in the Space Rangers, and maybe he gets into a mission that's like over his head, like that's that mm-hmm. he's in over his head, but he's the only one who can deal with it because everyone else is straight. Like whatever. Like I have a lot of ideas. Right. Like mm-hmm. he's like he's kind of an idiot, but he's gonna figure it out because yeah. it's necessary. Like that, I could totally, totally see. Yeah. And like it's yeah. full of action and aliens and fun planets. Yeah. Like I almost like uh, like like almost like a fun. I don't know if you've either of you have seen Valerian, but the whole time I was like, oh, I want some like Valerian energy in this. Like going <laughs> to like different, like going to different planets and meeting different aliens and and like getting involved in like di- like weird sci-fi situations. Some Jupiter ascending. Uh, some Jupiter yeah. ascending. Oh my energy. god! Yeah. Yes. I think uh, I could have totally seen that. I could have seen some like more bonkers stuff where it's yeah. like we're drinking milk made out of that's a different movie, but we're drinking milk made out of people. <laughs> like, I was truly uh, in this movie. I was like flabbergasted at a certain point. I was like, well, they're going to get off this like kind of dismal rock planet. Yeah. I'm sure at some point, like the, like I'm, I'm sure at some point we'll be in a different where we'll meet some. This is a children's movie. There has to be like a fun set piece that's colorful or <laughs> right. not on jagged dark rock. And it just never comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, to me, to me, like the quinta like the thing that kind of just encapsulates this entire movie is what they do with Zerg, who for the oh, like yeah. Zerg, you know, it, it, he's like Buzz Lightyear's arch enemy. And, you know, from watching the Toy Story movies, you can just assume like you assume that he is like he's like the Darth Vader of this universe. He's literally yeah. called like Emperor Zerg. He's just like a big, like 90 a theatrical, like 90 style villain. In the original cartoon, he was voiced by Tim Curry. And it's like, yeah, that's the energy. It's like Perfect. villainous Tim yes. Curry energy. Like yes. and and in the movie, big spoiler, but in the movie they cha- they make Zerg like Zerg is just a robot suit that like an older evil Buzz Lightyear is is wearing. <laughs> and it's like, this is not what I've ever like Zerg was never meant to be like a the dark path that Buzz Lightyear might take. It's not like a a, a a chilling vision of Buzz Lightyear's future that he has to reject. Like, like you, like it's you not take Darth this... Vader. It's not yeah. like oh, here you take. The... I think that there's something there's 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 like it's okay to oversimplify something that is simple. Okay, yes. you don't yeah. have to complicate something simple. You can have a villain and say this is the villain. This is the hero. That's this story. It's not, we don't have to make it into like, yes, but then the, the, also the element of it being an extremely bizarre conversation between old evil Buzz Lightyear and young good Buzz Lightyear being like, actually, no, the reason why we can't go back in time is because we need this woman to meet her partner and have this child. It's like, it's a little weird that it's two dudes having this conversation yes. about what a woman's well, well, life should or shouldn't be. <laughs> I was like, eh, yes, I think you I, misstepped a little bit there. <laughs> I agree with that totally. And also, I was just like, 
you know, this is another place with this title card, like, was was tripping me up. But I was like, this was in a 90s movie? Like, yeah, I know, there was a 1995 right? big budget sci-fi movie that just had, like, a fucking, like, lesbian couple, like, growing up and growing old with each other. Like, But that's the part he liked the best, and that's why he bought a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. He yes, didn't buy yes. one of her. Why, why didn't no, he buy one of her? No, but he loves that Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear is like an ally. Like, Buzz Lightyear <laughs> to the rescue of the LGBTQ community. Um, yes, this that is, is, uh, that as is we mostly know. what, what Toy Story is about. Is <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an ally. Yeah, that's um, why Woody does not like Buzz, actually. <laughs> oh, he's yeah, homophobic? Yeah, <gasps> yeah he's homophobic and gender. He's a he's a gender critic. He's ge- Woody's gender critical. Um, um, I do want to get back to Zerg at some point, but this is now yeah. that we've mentioned it. This, 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 uh, it's a uh, this is Pride Month. Yes, uh, happy, uh, Pride, ha- happy Pride, everyone. Pride Month. Pride. And and Lightyear is the Pride film. We would yes, say. Yes. <laughs> Probably the gay, like close to, like a gayest movie that Disney uh, that one montage makes it the gayest Disney movie ever. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in a very, in a very heteronormative sort of way, it's like, don't yes. worry, she got married and had children just she like women yes. are supposed to. <laughs> yes, exactly. This That's is the, what... yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 what we're talking about here is there's a, there's a character that ages, you, he, he, he goes, comes back every four years, and you see this, I guess his colleague there on the Space Force, you see her age in every couple of years, and in that time uh, gets married, or I guess, I guess gets engaged, gets married mm-hmm. to a woman, has a child uh, uh, with, this, uh, with another woman, and then dies. It's like happens right, a lot. Right, super, know. super yeah. old, introduces her grandchild, Izzy. So she's yeah. Hawthorne, she's, she's the co co the space ranger and uh that part of the movie i could not stop crying i could not stop crying i was like wearing i was double masked out of fear for my my unvaccinated child and i was like i feel so stupid how much i'm crying at this like why am i crying so much at this movie well because it's pretty depressing (laughs) yeah because i think it's like it's like I guess in some sense, this is the horrifying thing about life is that you ultimately do have to watch those you love die. Yeah. But what? Why is this movie like this? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's just not what... I mean, it is like... There is stuff in this movie. I mean, it's it's Pixar. They know what they're doing. So there are individual yes. scenes that I think are effective that like work. There's one. There's one part that I'm just like, I really, I really loved. Um, which is like a simple thing I've never seen before, which is like... Uh, what's her? The Izzy is the granddaughter's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the scene where she has to like push off and like just float. <gasps> yeah. yeah, good scene. That was good such scene. a well done scene, and like Beautiful. something I've never seen. Like you know, such a simple idea that I've never really seen done before that I loved. But yeah, yeah. So I think that scene is effective and well done. That like montage, but it's like why? Like why is it in this movie? Like what about Buzz Lightyear? Like what when you're like you're just like given Buzz Lightyear and it's like do, like do whatever you want with Buzz Lightyear just like make an adventure story about Buzz Lightyear like how do you come to that like that my whole reaction like like a lot of just <laughs> yeah. throughout the movie I was like why did anyone want to make this thing it felt very at odds with itself I I could never clean into like most movies no matter like how dumb or like you know like high cons or you know like clearly mercenary. Pro, like studio products they are i can still like see like i get why someone would want to make this like mm-hmm. jurassic world dominion was pretty dumb but there are just scenes where i'm like i get i can understand why someone wanted to make a scene where 
a guy on a motorcycle was getting chased by raptors onto a plane. Like, I, like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, even if it's not great, I get it. Like, this whole yeah. movie, yeah. I'm just like, I don't understand why anyone involved with this wanted to make this or what they thought they could say or do with the Buzz Lightyear iconography that was, like, worthwhile. Well, or it's, uh, that's a great it's, point. it's really yeah. just, like, a different movie, I think. It's like, yeah. if you maybe they were writing something and, you know, like, Die Hard 2 was a different movie and then they just kind of smushed it in and were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah now You're talking Die, Die Hard 3. Uh, Die Hard yes, Revengeance yes, was originally yeah, si- yeah. a script called Simon Says. I'm yeah. so sorry, and I was wrong. Get about your that. get your facts straight, Jack. <laughs> yeah, and Die Hard wasn't. I think Die Hard Four was originally a script called like Armageddon.com or something. It was like <laughs> it was like world like www.worldwar.3.com. I forget what I, oh had stuff. it had some title uh, like that. Uh, it was ironically it was uh, called Lightyear. What? <laughs> crazy <laughs> i just feel like the, the that scene you're referring to which is so beautiful where where um izzy is afraid of space this yes. is her whole journey is she's afraid of space she's got to get over being afraid of space and she pushes off from one of the airlocks to another airlock and she's very scared to me i was like this is what Buzz's journey should be. Yeah. That he's like, terrified and he's actually kind of like he's he's like the cowardly lion and he has to learn to actually stop being such a fearful, like faker kind of like, yeah, yeah I'm tough, I'm I'm tough, but actually he's afraid of space. Like I that's love that. the story. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I I love that. And I think I mean, I think one of the things that I really love about like the Buzz Lightyear character in the Toy Story movies. Um, I, you know, something that is, I'd say, personal, like, you know, a personal connection to me and those char- and that character is that I think, you know, it's very much a, like in within the Toy Story movies, especially the first one, it's very much a, a story about how like once you like accept like accept your like it's a it's a story about self acceptance and how like once you accept yourself then you can like really like achieve like achieve happiness and who you're supposed mm-hmm. to and see who you're supposed to be like don't hold on to who like you know you thought you're supposed to be or who like the world was telling you were supposed to be like figure out who you are and then you can do like you know great things and fulfill your purpose mm-hmm. and that seems like an arc that's like very easy to like mm-hmm. transpose onto you know, this setting and this world. And and like you're saying, you know, like Buzz Lightyear comes in acting like the, al- you know, the alpha dog of space of, of what is it? Uh, the Space Ranger Corps, but has to like accept his, his insecurities and get over those. And um, I think that would be like really fun and really like a, like a nice way to bridge the characters from one setting to another and they don't do that they don't do that at all yeah they don't do that but i think they could have it's like they had the supplies there to say like oh this guy actually isn't supposed to be the the leader it's supposed to be izzy and he actually goes from being like oh this isn't fair i don't like this i'm tough to being like you know what you're right i'm better at something else yeah and there's nothing wrong with the something else exactly it's just different it's just different (laughs) Which would be, a, I think, a beautiful statement to be making, too, about, yes. like, a lot of people watch these movies and a lot of children watch these movies. And the idea that what it is that other people think you're supposed to be doesn't have, it doesn't have to, what you're saying, I think, is, like, it doesn't have to limit you and your ability to succeed. You just have to pick a thing you can actually succeed at. Yeah, yes. It's, <laughs> like, weirdly, like, this is reminding me of what I liked about a different, like, weird genre-specific 
uh, Pixar sequel or prequel monster. I really like. I I am a def- big defender of like Monsters University. Uh, uh-huh. I really like okay. Monsters University. I think that's a film that you know. I think that's a Pixar playing in genre thing that they do a much better job with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and they they keep it simple. I think they give us the movie we expected and we wanted, which is just like f- fun monster college. But it eventually does <laughs> arrive at this like you know. Um, this message of, you know, like Sully, Mike and Sully both having to like accept their limitations and then realize how they they complement each other and let that mm. push them forward. And they don't have to be the people or monsters they 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 believe they were or they believe they had to be when they were young. Uh, mm. So I love that. And like, I feel like a little bit of that and like, you know, the way you talk about how in Lightyear, it becomes, like, two men arguing, like, it feels like the weird white knighty uh, version of, mm-hmm. of where, whereas they could have, like, they could have actually done a version where Buzz steps down and lets, like, someone else, someone different than him, like, ha- take the reins or flourish or, mm-hmm. or you know, r- mm-hmm. like, figure out how he works within the system with these people, not just, like, okay, like, I'm the I'm the I'm the ally who's going to talk over them. Yeah, because he doesn't actually involve her. He just says, yes. "No, this is what she would have wanted." So what you're saying is like, no. In order for for everything to be okay, that it's it's like I just found it like kind of bizarrely traditional in a way of like, yeah, no. For her to be happy, she needed to have met this woman, and she needed to have had kids, and she needed to have died of an old, at old age. Maybe that's not the case, but you yeah. aren't asking anyone. You're just saying, well, <laughs> it seems like she was happy. <laughs> like, yes, well, maybe yeah. she made do with it. Yeah. <laughs> but but you don't know. They definitely grew up in a, like, that kid grew up in a very small, like, they stay in the same, like, one-room pod for their entire lives. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'd want to get out of that. I think that that, that, that uh, <laughs> yeah. the entire notion of the colony of being marooned of time. I was like, if I brought a child to this, I don't know if they would. I don't know if they explained that core thing enough. Just visually. Yeah. Like, what is it? Is it yeah. a dome? Is it a city? I think is it's it a, a station? Well, like, what, yeah. like, did you see a shot that even represented yeah. what it was like? Yeah, did they build it or were they going to build the thing from The Simpsons, right? Yeah, (laughs) from The Simpsons movie? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Under the Dome. It's like, yeah, it's it's so much of the movie, the end of the movie is wrapped up in the idea that like, hey, this life we built for ourselves on this weird desert planet is is worthwhile and worth holding on to. But they show us like nothing of that. It's also yeah. like, it's also dreary and like sad. And there's still like evil plants trying to like eat them all the time. <laughs> I know, and still I still have the plants. Yeah. Maybe if they had like really established that, like, you know, they built a, like a really good lives for themselves on this planet. We could have said like, okay, I get like why this is worth holding on to. And then it's not just Buzz arguing for, you know, the sake of this one family, but the sake of like, hey, this society that is flourished. But like, it looks so dismal. Even like when they get to the point of like, hey, we're just going to stay here. It looks so dismal. It looks like when that, uh, when that like captain guy is like, now we're just saying, it seems very like resigned. Like, you know, we've just given up. We're going to make do on the, (laughs) on the evil plant planet. And that's it. And it's like, this doesn't seem worth holding on to. Definitely doesn't seem worth buying a toy from. Yes, that, agreed. That, yes. that part, that part of it, I guess, just because that's the jumping-off point is we have to believe 
if we're going to watch Toy Story and see these two things as connected, we have to believe that the kid wants a toy from this movie. Yeah. And I really don't feel like, I mean, it takes a lot actually for a kid to seek out and get a particular toy. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it does. Like you remember the toys that you cared about when you were a kid. I bet you they were some, some of them were random toys and some of them yeah. were really specifically you wanted them. Absolutely. And <laughs> I just don't buy it. I'm like, come on. It was a moot. Yeah. Like. That was like his big, that was Andy's big birthday gift that mm-hmm. year, which means it's probably something he had to like pester his mom for, for like months. He was probably like mm-hmm. leaving little like notes all over the fridge <laughs> being like, this is what I want. Like, please, please. Not, yeah. Not the cat. Not the cat. Yeah. Because I, I forget, think, is, yeah. is Buzz Lightyear a, uh, is Buzz Lightyear like a sought after toy? Is he, is it like yeah. a Turbo Man type toy? Like, yes. like I finally got, okay, yeah. Yeah, because he talks and I, well, I think he, he has like his little wings come out. I did think it was cool when his little wings come out and it's like, oh, wait a minute. That's a part of the suit. That's cool. And it's like, yeah, but it's so late. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I want to see those wings earlier. And also he he deploys them so he can blow up himself. Like he can shoot down like <laughs> his evil older self. It's not yeah. like, that. like, yeah. That, um, part was, that part was weird. And then why is his, what? I mean, Chris Evans is fine, but Chris Evans to me is Captain America, and this—it was like you're, this is just Captain America, isn't it? Yes, yes. I'll make a, a counter argument that Chris Evans is not fine. I mean, that he's <gasps> not. That, 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 I mean, that he's not a good voice actor. I'll, I, I'll, I'll make, I would make the argument that he's not a great voice actor. I would agree fine. with that. It's it, he is very it, it remind like the. Usually, I think movies, even when there's like stunt casting, they do like DreamWorks and Pixar will do a good job of like casting, you know, the right voice for like smaller people in the right voice for the role, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think Craig T. Nelson's star was on fire when he got cast as Mr. Incredible, (laughs) but he's a good Mr. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, That is weird. Yeah, I did. I did think that socks was great. Socks, uh, Peter so- Stone, yes, was yes. was great as socks. I think the problem with this too is like it's not just that that it's a kind of a, an odd story for a kid to be watching. It's that it's so obvious what the, a kid would be attracted to. Yeah, is, would be attracted to Izzy, and you know might have a, like a little crush on Izzy. Might yeah. feel confused about Izzy a little yeah. bit. <laughs> would be into the cat. But yeah, it was kind of like they they wrote two interesting supporting characters relative. Yeah, to and then Buzz. also come in kind of late in the movie. You know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there is there is like a feeling that the movie like kind of like switches like can't settle on a premise until like like halfway in, and then they're like, okay, it's a movie about like Buzz having to train these like goof um like this these like goofy uh like junior space cadets and like i get that as a movie yeah but like it takes a while to get there um but i do agree like that that trio of of like junior space cadets are are probably the most fun thing in the movie character wise yeah yeah. I like uh, the one, uh, the old lady there, yeah. the short old lady there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good character. That's, I mean, it was, it felt like, <laughs> like somehow the most real. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, fun. yeah, I've met ladies like that, you know, at a thrift store or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's kind of like my landlord. Um, yeah, see, 
So yeah. real, relatable, relatable. Yes. That's what kids want in their movies. <laughs> that's what Andy would have gotten like, oh, that one. Like, yeah, yeah. That's how Andy acts. That's why they have to move. Like, yeah. Like, Give me that old lady. <laughs> yeah. They had a, yeah, because they were renting that house. That's why they had to move. And there's an old lady coming over. Yep. Andy, yep. uh, uh, Andy's got some crazy taste. If this is the movie he's liking yeah. in 1990, 1995 has some fun movies, and this is the one yeah, you yeah. should like. If he wants to have a better time than Lightyear, go watch like a, an Adam McGowan or a, a Lars von Trier movie from yes, 95. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch Exotica <laughs> about a missing watch. child. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, go watch or watch like Henry Fool. Uh, yeah, the sweet. Is oh the my sweet god, Her- the action figures would be so yeah, good. Yeah, like a little. He, he gets like. Like the bus, the 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 bus uh, playset for from the sweet hereafter <laughs> with special sinking. Bit. Yeah, yeah. It goes blub blub blub. blub it's yeah, great. yeah. Andy's got to get comes. get. You got to see Jade, Andy, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. momentary. Oh yeah. my God, just momentary would be so amazing to have in the as uh in all the scenes where yeah. Buzz would just imagine replacing him in there. Oh my God. I'm imagine I love yes the do you remember the scene in the movie where like it like we see his room like transform it's like now he has a big Buzz Lightyear bedspread <laughs> yes I love like yeah he just it does it just fades into him having like a, a big like boxing Helena like bedspread <laughs> is like <laughs> that would be beautiful I feel like that it that is a thing you could actually do you could you could create those things with like. Like, uh, you know, those send away things where you can have a blanket made of your kid's yes, face or yeah. something. But yeah. it would be pretty incredible to really <laughs> to really lean into something weird that you were into. Yeah. But make yourself a child's bedroom of it. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I just moved in. So I'm, I'm decorating your bedroom. It'd be funny. To just Well, I don't know how people would feel if they came over in my bedroom. I was like, yes, this is my bo- come into my bedroom. It's Boxing Helena theme. <laughs> I love this I think move. they might be a little It'll, bit scared. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But, I should like tone it down. Make it Jade. Yeah, make yes, it jade. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. I mean, if you did Synecdoche, New York, that would be an amazing kids' Ooh, bedroom yeah. where you had the pillowcase that was that was was uh, Samantha Morton. Yeah, and the fire in the house, like it would be beautiful. I would be, totally yeah. be excited to come visit. I do feel yeah. like you can do this now because, like, you can't like. I thought I thought I was thinking about this like in terms of merchandising. Like merchandising used to be a there's a only they're they're only going to make pillows of a very specific yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and now you can go. Like I was googling something the other day about oh I was trying to find Barry Lyndon artwork. I was like oh maybe I could there's yeah. a piece of I love Barry Lyndon maybe I can find a poster or a piece of artwork from it, <laughs> and you can get like a shower curtain yeah that has Barry Lyndon yeah because they'll just print it. anything yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. So you can yeah. have, Ryan. I think you need to get a Barry Lyndon pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You need to get you need to get us a, a uh, one of those cute snuggy. You need to get a very yeah. yeah. You can just get anything you want of anything. There's no yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's the wild. It's the wild west of merchandising right now. It's great. Yeah, no, merchandising is great. Yeah, I think yeah. It's just like companies studios have like just like given up on trying to like corral that stuff. Like in terms of merchandising, I'm curious this about VHSs. Uh, do you watch your VHSs or is it a collection thing? I watch them. Okay. Yes. What do you get out of watching a VHS that, uh, mm-hmm. that yes. you don't get out of watching a DVD? I mean, I feel like it's probably, it is just a nostalgia kick. I feel like there is something about like the war, the, like there's a warmness to them that I feel like, 
you don't get out of the like the the crystal clear like the like a 4k blu-ray or whatever mm-hmm. um i i don't know it like it just and maybe it's just because it's like what i grew up with and it's like what i was first introduced to as like film and what film should look like yeah but it like it just takes me to like i don't know what to say other than like it just kind of like takes me to like film world like a little bit more mm-hmm. like this is what it to me this is like what movies feel like um and when i watched stuff from today like it, it's honestly just a little harder for me to to dive to get into it like anything shot on film anything on vhs just feels a little more like filmic to me mm-hmm. even if that's just like a silly little like it's just like the nostalgia part of my brain working it's what it feels like yeah i mean it's how you came into it i think that's fair yeah. I have a. I think I have this similar thing because when I watch movies on VHS, I, it, it to me I'm like, this is how you should do it, and and like I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is how this format should work because it's a it's a bendable like even just the idea of fast forwarding the way things move and fast forward yeah. and rewind, mm-hmm. and also the idea of taping something off of television and having a tape that runs and uh, yeah. to me just makes more sense than a it, DVD. Yeah. Movie, it know? makes more, it's like, I like, I like that. It's like just one thing. It's like the movie is just like a physical object. It's here. You have it. Like it's all contained on like a little strip of tape. Like, and, and then also you're kind of, I like being stuck, like, you know, I like being stuck watching something. Like, I like not having, being able to, like, just, like, click to the next thing. There's something, yeah. I don't know. I, I like that. I like that about it. And I don't know. Also, yeah, like, I, I speaking of stuff taped off of TV, there's also, like, a bigger, like, collector's market just for, like, rando tapes that people have, like, gotten off, like, like VHSs that people recorded like hours of stuff, and I love collect. I love yeah, stuff. like like they They're, recorded a movie with the commercials or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'll buy like that's like the goal. Like I'll just buy rando like tapes, and I'll be like, oh god, like this is like a uh, this is like I just got one that was like uh like the Secret Garden. Someone taped it off a of TV, and I'm just like, oh god, please let them have recorded the the commercials, <laughs> and oh, they yeah. didn't. It was very disappointing, but. Uh-huh. I was surprised how intense that Secret Garden is. I've never seen it. It's like, oh my it's god, like, so intense! It's yeah. like I was like, this opens with like, yeah, like the kids' parents dying in like uh, something. I don't know. It was intense. Yeah, Not yeah. Expected for the Secret Garden. Little Princess and Secret Garden both are like, oh yeah, those those are movies. See, you wouldn't expect a small child to be into, but I think yeah. once when you watch those really intense, like kind of like the worst fear that you can come up with movies yeah. like the Bambi scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those, those are impactful and I think they're cool. Absolutely. But they're not fun. <laughs> in I particular. mean, but I do feel like I, you know, I, as I loved both like an American tale and land before time as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, which is the two Don Bluth, like two Don Bluth movies. And they, those, uh, those are like very like, like traumatic. It's like, Oh my God. Like, yes. Like, mm. like scenes of parents dying and get ripped away from their kids. But I think it works because it's always from a like child's perspective. It's, 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 you are always looking at this through the eyes of a, of, you know, a young, be it a mouse or a dinosaur or whatever, like a young character. And I think that's why it, it, I think it's cathartic and helpful for a kid to like work through those things from a Mm -hmm. kid's perspective, as opposed to like something like Lightyear, where it's just like, I like, this is something a child, it's not shot from a kid's perspective. And I feel like there's nothing in it that a kid could really latch on to. There's nothing. Yeah. 
There's nothing thematically in it that a child responds to, but there's also nothing, you know, aspirational in it for a kid, like a kid to latch onto. It's, it's Buzz Lightyear isn't them, but I just also don't see Buzz Lightyear as someone they'd want to be. Yeah. Well, they also, I think the idea that, yeah, we have like alternate lives and that people get old and eventually die. It's like, yeah, I mean, I think kids understand like grandparents die and those sorts of yeah. things. But I don't think that little kids, like a six-year-old is probably not thinking about how they themselves will be old. Yes. How like they... death is a thing, but being like continuing to get old is like what yeah <laughs> that's a child thing <laughs> and like balancing you know like it's very much about like balancing like life with with work you know like right. it's like not... what's more important <laughs> li- like you're, and like that's like your the mission like because that's the thing you keep saying like I, we always finish the mission what's more important the mission or you know your your friends and family like what how do you balance that and that's like you know it's that's like shrek 4 stuff where it's like why yeah. why is this about like shrek's existence like midlife crisis now <laughs> well which is fair it's a lot of movies in i guess so, yeah yeah midlife. by the we were a bunch of 40 year olds going to uh, shrek be like <laughs> right. i grew up i grew up with these characters they're going through the same but thing what about what about for you because i know that you you have a you have a buzz light your tattoo um, mm-hmm. which I can see right now. It's yeah. a great tattoo. Thank great you. tattoo. Um, but what for you when you loved Buzz or you at least wanted to honor Buzz, um, what was the appeal for you? Like what would be what would be the character that you would I mean, I guess it's the character from Toy Story, but what was the appeal there? Um, you know, just uh, at the time I got this, it was very much just a like I was, I wanted to get something, I was in film school and I want, and, you know, I was studying to be a, a, a writer and I wanted to get something that, you know, was, a, that symbolized that. And I was just like, a, I was a huge fan of like Toy Story 2 at the time. Like that was a movie I like watched and studied just because I think the, the writing in that and the structure, it, the structuring of that is just like, it's beautiful. Like everything mm-hmm. about that movie like pays off. It's just like a very simple, perfect, like fun, like fun movie with like great, like thematic, like some thematic resonance too. And like, that's why I, that's why I got it at the time. I do like, but as, as I, and maybe this is something I, I latched on to with the character. Like I always, always had an attraction to the character and I didn't know it. But like I said, there was that, there has been like this appreciation I've gained for for the character in that like I think there's something like really beautiful and really like you know personal to me about watching the story of a character who is like tr- you know it is like about a character who's like trying to be like he's hyper ma- he is like this hyper masculine character who like like needs to fit into this like very like ma- like masculine role of like uh, like space ranger like i'm on a mm-hmm. mission i'm here this is a planet i know what my life is and like someone having to slap him across the face and be like hey that's not like you, this thing that you've been trying to like force yourself into that's like not who you are but like you can like do so much once you fit once you like let go of that and you can make people happy and you can live the life you're supposed to and have the adventures you're supposed to once you like figure out who you are and like i guess what i'm saying is buzz lightyear is a trans narrative a little bit but mm-hmm. uh but that's what mm-hmm. i'm saying that's what i'm saying and that's what why the character still means something to me even as you know uh, his voice actor uh unfortunately maybe would not agree with all that stuff that i'm saying 
Ooh. Well, Buzz is bigger than that. Yeah, but- this the week. This week, this was the week where that kind of came. I actually didn't follow this. He he. Tim Allen tweeted something about Disneyland or something about uh, a kid. It, I don't. I don't even need to repeat it. But but uh, I, it was like I don't even know that it was. It was like a. It was like a dad. It was a very like dad joke. Like I uh, don't like. Can I repeat it? Do you, it was just like I. I, I, I don't. I just don't. I don't, don't want to look it up. But yeah, it was like, it, it, it's like the simple like. Okay, so the the there's a version of it where it's just like. I really like skillet. Like I really like skillets. Does that make me pansexual? It's just like a pun about like oh. about oh, like. Oh, okay. But he like and like I think if it just been that, I've just been like, this is a dumb dad joke. But he like layered all this. He was like he was like I was a Disney World and I heard a thirteen year old kid say this and it's like all of a sudden like and there's all this like diff like it dumps all this other stuff onto it. It's like Disney's a woke corporation and, and like, it's like about a 13 year old. So it's about a kid like being, conf- I don't know. So it's like, I think if you just made a dumb dad joke, everyone would have ignored it, but he had to like put it in this context that made it kind of weird and questionable. Uh, and then Patricia Heaton got involved. Oh and, no, she uh, needs to be quiet. Oh she yes. Oh yeah. Always needed to be quiet. <laughs> Pat- Patricia Heaton. So, yeah. She was like, how dare, like, she, see, they castrated Buzz Lightyear by taking uh, Chris, uh, by taking away Tim Allen as the voice actor. Right, right. Oh, yes, yeah. Right. yeah. It seems yeah. like a lot. Tim Allen, to me, I don't know. I uh, uh, He seems, I my assumption is he's kind of a conservative guy. Uh, I definitely, he's but... definitely conservative. Although I will say, once I was at a, I was in a petting, at, randomly at a petting zoo with him. And he wasn't like, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was like, he was like talking to us. I was there with, um... I was with like Brad, Bradford Evans and a group of people, and Tibbon was just like, "Check out, like these goats are pretty crazy." Like he didn't like he didn't seem to care that they were all like a you know a, a group of queers in this like uh, in this petting zoo with them. Okay, wait, go back, tell the story in greater detail, please. There's not really much more detail to it. I was. Why were you at a petting zoo? Why was he at a petting zoo? Uh, it was it was fall of I want to say 2019. Uh, we were just Our doing <laughs> prime time for petting zoos before <laughs> the pandemic. For, I guess, I guess I sh- it was a petting zoo with, we were doing a pumpkin patch. It was like, a, mm-hmm. we were going to a pumpkin patch and, you know, lots of stuff to do with the pumpkin patch. And one of the things to do in the pumpkin patch was like, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, you could go in and feed the goats and, the and the chickens and the pigs. And so we were like, they were like, do you want to feed the chickens? And we're like, yeah, we want to feed the chickens. So we go in. And we're feeding the chickens and then someone comes in and like we all slowly realize that it's like Tim Allen. <laughs> um, and he was like chill. Like it's not like he was like, uh, I mean, I was, you know, we were, I, I, I especially, we were all like varying like visible levels of like queer people. And he was just kind of like doing his thing, feeding the pigs, being like, check out, like he did, I, he did, uh-huh. I think it was Bradford Evans. He like, he turned, he like, I think he like nudged Bradford Evans and was like, check out these goats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like, okay. Well, you okay. know, now he's forgiven. In my book, yes. he's forgiven. If he <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, he was nice to goats, man. He, <laughs> he, toler- <laughs> he tolerated my presence in a goat pen. So, uh, like, what more? What more could you ask for a human being? I mean, a, a it's a being? low bar. It's yeah. a low bar. But I often have a low bar. So, hey, you know what? Let's celebrate our low bars. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yes. 
You did it, Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did it. You did it. You didn't say anything actively hateful. Good job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, it's weird that he that there's actually, you know, what's crazy. I just I just realized this is that there is an opportunity in this movie for Tim Allen because there's two Buzz Lightyears. So there exactly. could have yeah. easily mm-hmm. been like what well, Chris Evans and then now and then this and then old Buzz Lightyear is voiced by James Brolin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, Which is and weird. now it begs the question: yeah. Has Barbara Streisand seen Lightyear? <laughs> With a Probably. lot of dogs in her lap? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I also I also wondered, like, do you think they gave Chris Evans a chance to do like the old Buzz Lightyear voice? And it was just like, no, he can't like like we're already stretching his voice acting abilities like to like the the as far as they'll go. Oh yeah, yeah. Because why wouldn't his toy sound the same as he sounds in the movie it's, well, it's pretty far away yes what I, okay so what i have heard is that like the i mean I, all this ju- all this stupid justification it's so dumb it's just like ultimately <laughs> it's like i get what you're doing mm-hmm. you just wanted to fucking like you know get something out of the buzz eye ear iconography i don't really need it to to make sense or fit into everything anything but the explanation now is that like I think the explanation is that this is the movie and then the movie was so popular, they made a cartoon show out of the movie. Uh And then so the Tim Allen, the the toy that Andy gets is actually like the toy version, the toy version of the cartoon character that sounded like Tim Allen and not Mm -hmm. like the movie toy. Oh, so it's Muppet Babies. It's Muppet Babies or it's like it's it's like Ghostbusters. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's plausible. Okay. Yeah. I accept that. So then we need to have the Lightyear show. <laughs> I mean, there was there was the Lightyear show. There was a show called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, like in the late '90s. That was like a animated, like but like Space Ranger show. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's it's not great, but it's better than this. Ooh, yeah. Damn. Ouch. I don't feel like that was a deeper. Was that a deeper cut than anything no, else we really. said on the no, show really. about it? Uh, no, no. Yeah. no, 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 no. Well, I think uh, I uh, do a rating on here, which is the MPAA rating, which is the Mama Panic Attack Assessment. Okay. So uh, I have to say about this movie that it's rated PG. Um, and I found the beginning of this movie so I just I'm, I don't know. I think it's the idea of like. You know, the acceptance of of your own mortality is like it's very, very sad at the beginning, and then it's totally fine. Um, but I suppose the idea that that your your family continues on without you is like kind of a nice thing as a mom. Um, but you know, and and whatever whatever that means, like related, not related. I do appreciate that there is a queer family in here, so it's not it's not just kind of like who is your real father kind of thing it's like that's not part of the story it doesn't matter and i do appreciate that but i think i would give this movie a pg-13 for just how much of a bummer it is at the beginning uh i just you know i really would have liked to have been wearing fewer masks when i was crying that much (laughs) and i did see it in 3d so i had so much stuff on my face (laughs) i couldn't breathe (laughs) yes (laughs) 
I hate having them. Yeah. Was yeah, your, I, was this 3D uh, act, uh, uh, intentional? Did you? Did you? No, I just was like, how can I go see a movie while while my mom can watch my kid? And uh, I'm I'm in San Diego, so I'm, I was going to the Fashion Valley 18, and which is a theater I used to go to a lot with my brother. So I was fl- all these memories of like getting popcorn and sneaking into movie theaters were happening while I was watching it. Uh, and it's exactly the same. No change, except for now I'm an A-list member. <laughs> it's very different. Oh, yeah. Um, got a great parking spot. Um, just walked straight into the theater. And uh, yeah, PG-13. PG-13 based on, uh, that's I guess that's fair. I mean, considering yeah. how mm-hmm. harsh that beginning is. Yeah. yeah. It's very up. Very up. It is very up, Yeah. Uh, I mean, or down as 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 the case yes. would be. The um uh we also t- we talk do we we do all cover our parking experiences on the show. Um, uh, <laughs> I saw the film at the Grove uh, a late night Friday show. I have a little I have a little tale. I went Ooh. to the Grove. This was like a ten thirty show on Friday, and uh, walked up. And as I was walking up, everyone was walking out of the theater, and the fire alarm was going. What? And I was like, uh, it was everyone was leaving, and came out and and stood outside for a long time. Uh, of all the theaters, I think yeah. I and I think wow. I thought I saw that on your Instagram story. I did. I it was so interesting. I made yeah. a story of it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but everyone stood outside like with their popcorn for like a for like a half hour, and then a fire the fire the fire department came just drove by. They drove down like the road <laughs> that the tro- Grove trolley rides. They came just drove by because I think they they're like obligated to come. Uh huh. And then they left. But it was such a strange thing. Getting back into the theater was just pandemonium. It was just like everyone was just rushing to get back in and like, and they weren't checking anyone's ticket stubs. They gave me a little pass, you know, to, uh, to, uh, uh, return at any time. Uh, but I was like, oh, oh, this is like, this would be the setup now for how you like sneak a bomb into the theater or something. Yeah. Is like, mm. you, is like, you clear it out and then you just, you just let everybody come back in. Ryan, really can you stop being a Batman <laughs> villain for one second? Exactly. Yeah. But I parked across the street from the Grove. Again, this is not my new trick. If it's late at night on Fairfax, across the street from the Grove uh, is a pretty Sweet. good spot. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's a that was the uh, and again seeing the film at the Grove. Not an endorsement of Rick Caruso. It's just where it's just the theater that's the closest to me. I, yeah, All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, Joan, where did you see the film? Uh, we saw it at um, the the City Walk. We saw it at a- the AMC Universal City Walk. Oh, um, mm-hmm. as is my typical, uh, my most common movie going experiences uh, these days is. Mark Rennie, Mark Rennie, uh, who just did the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, pick, friend of the pick, pod, yes. Friend of the pod, pick me up. Uh, we went to, we parked in, uh, I believe we parked in Jurassic Parking. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You got to. Very nice. The, the best, best one, of yeah. the parking, yes. It's the, yeah, like, you know. <laughs> We love the we love Curious George and we love ET, but the pun it's, 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 the pun you need the pun. Oh. Um, so we parked in Jurassic Parking. We got dinner at uh, it was a, this was a seven p.m. Thursday night showing. We saw. Did you did y'all get the special greeting from Chris Evans at the movie? No. Okay. 
I didn't, but only because they cut all the trailers. Oh, and, okay. oh, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I did get a Chris Evans greeting. Okay, I did. Okay. I, did, I, did, we got, I did. I think because yes. we saw a third, like opening night, yes. like uh, we got a special, like we got a special message from Chris Evans being like, "You did it! You're know, congratulations! You're the first ones to be seen light year. Uh... Yeah, you'll a story you'll tell your children, your, your <laughs> children, your grandchildren about. Um, but no, so we went to City Walk. We got dinner at a new Italian place at City Walk. It was bad. Um, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I went to see... Yes, yeah. It was like... Uh, don't get... Don't get, like, anything... Don't get chicken Alfredo anywhere at City Walk. I just think it's going to be bad. <laughs> uh, but so I had, a, I had a, a little tummy ache throughout the movie. And that's... Yeah. But we had nice... We had the nice recliners. The the AMC, like, full recliners. So that was fun. So that was... That that eased my stomach a little bit. I got to lay down. Oh, so this is like a prime... A, a prime type thing. <laughs> yes. Or a, yes. Okay. Super A-list? Okay. Super A-list, yeah. Mark was telling us about uh, about how he's he, he books a lot of... Um, IMAX shows yes. and stuff, and so that that's a pr- seems to be the primary reason for going to City Walk, which is kind of a pain in the ass. I feel like to go and park and everything, but it it, it is a pain in the ass. Um, and we're we're trying to diversify our our screen locations this summer. We've already got Thor tickets for uh the AMC Burbank. Um, so you know, but that's not a much better parking situation. But yeah, but but I agree. So if you the big reason to go to see anything at City Walk is the is the IMAX screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna, and this is that now that you are in the club, you are going to be amazed, Anna, at the the at what you get in terms of IMAX options. You get you get you get my favorite, which is Dolby Vision. You get to yes. go to the Dolby screening room. Now. I get yeah, to go accidentally to 3D <laughs> for no extra or charge. Accidentally to 3D. <laughs> Accidental 3D. I forgot that like movies still come out in 3D. Like yeah. it's always great. Like it's didn't like, even occur to me. Yeah, like, I, I feel like 10 years ago, it's like you could not, it was hard to not see a movie in 3D. And now it's always a shock to remember, like, yeah, like, they put out, like, one or two movies in 3D. Were you a fan of 3D when it was popular? Like, when it was, or did you did you purposefully seek out 3D or purposefully avoid them? I basically, I purposely saw, seeked it out when it was, like, the intention of the director when it was like filmed when it was like shot in mm-hmm. 3d and you know so i went to see you know avatar hugo mm-hmm. obviously had to see hugo in 3d um even the like you know as much as they are derived i went to see the all the zemeckis like mocaps in 3d because i think yes, he was a yeah. director who was like actually composing shots with 3d in mind mm-hmm. but if it was like just you know some it was like clash of the titans retrofit into 3d i would avoid that i would definitely avoid that yeah I saw Zemeckis's The Walk in 3D at City Walk. I went I, and saw yeah. I, on the IMAX. On uh, no, it was like okay. a small screen. It had oh, been playing be so for cool weeks. That was so cool on IMAX, though. It, I saw it IMAX 3D, oh. and it was like so. I it was one of the like obviously that's not a great movie, but the scenes where you're actually like looking down, it was like amazing. Yeah. That does seem like the way to see it. That does. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll ever watch The Walk Ex- again in my yeah. life. But, <laughs> but if like it was getting like a 10 year anniversary re-release in IMAX 3D, which I'm sure it will, uh, I would definitely go see it again like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah. back to see The Walk. Yeah, yeah, why not? I would. I mean, I would be down to see things in, in IMAX, which is that I, I do find every time I go to see an IMAX movie, I'm I'm kind of like 
it like the experience is the IMAX. It's not really the movie. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, this theater's so big. This theater's so big. And it's like the it's I find it's like the surest bet now that you'll get like a big crowd because yeah. I like seeing movie I like seeing movies with big crowds. Like it almost like like we were talking about Marvel movies uh, earlier, but like seeing the Marvel movies with like in a small in a theater with like no one else feels like completely pointless. Like it is. Uh, I forget that mm-hmm. sometimes because I see a lot of movies alone, and I see yeah. a lot of movies at late at night, and and I and I uh, and I a lot of times I'm just like, oh yeah, this is I'm completely missing out on what the appeal of yeah. this of this thing. Yeah. Well, Marvel like, especially. One of the best movie going experience I had was Magic Mike at the Grove. Ooh, yes, like yeah, a that late was... show. And it was just like, this is what, this is the only way to watch this. If I watched this at home, I would be like, yeah, it's fine. But yeah. perfect. There, I, that's another reason I like going to see like old stuff at the New Beverly or like any kind of rent yeah. theater in LA. But there are like movies that I like, I would say movies like I didn't like until then I like watched them with a crowd and i'm like oh i get like this is i get why this is funny like Mm -hmm. it's a little infectious like i i know this is not the the most unproblematic movie but i remember like the i never liked animal house growing up and then i saw it in a pack theater and i was like oh i get like how this works as like an audience as like this works with only works with an audience yeah 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 that's i'd be curious to see that one because i've never been an animal house fan and but and then i'm but people swear by it is like oh this is a movie that you got to see i had a weird the, weirdly one i've it. seen yeah um eh, yeah exactly maybe well maybe see it with a, with a crowd maybe. yeah um the one film that i saw and it's it, i remember it because it was it was a strange film to have this during was uh or have this revelation during was bottle rocket at new beverly which was not like an old old movie or whatever but just watching it with an audience i was like oh i now understand every laugh in this movie whereas if you see it on television you don't really know so much where everything is mm-hmm. exactly even you know mm-hmm. i even find that yeah. experience with like movies i love like i saw i I saw roger who from roger rabbit when it first came out but i hadn't seen it in a, in a long time and i went to see it at the new beverly like last september and like things that never like struck me as jokes like with a crowd i was like oh this is like i we're I don't know. Everyone's the the combined laughter was infectious, and I like I get why this is funny. Like as a kid, I like there's a scene in that movie where we like go past some um, newspaper clippings, and it's like you know I think the newspaper article is like goofy cleared on like spy charges and like i always just took that as like a ser- a thing in the movie a detail like yeah mm. that's this world and i'm like watching with a crowd i'm like oh yeah that's a joke like that's not just like <laughs> yeah that's that's just yeah. a detail it's like yeah it's goofy being uh maybe being a spy is funny mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, it's like somehow maybe there are congressional hearings about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Roger Rabbit's just a tough one to get. It's just a tough. I don't. I don't know. I've not seen a, a great movie do a Roger Rabbit yet. But yes, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just hard to imagine like anyone doing that better. Like I feel like they just for. I mean, first time out, they just like figured out like what this was supposed like this type of movie is supposed to be. Uh, and it's never going to be done better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. probably um, you needed some people from the old days and some people from the the new times combining yeah. forces. And now it's like none of the old timer people are around anymore. So yeah. Don't um, get that uh, reference. I know Richard. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Richard <laughs> Williams. Uh, great. Like 
just one of the greatest animators ever lived. And he did all the animation, you know, he did all the animation for it. And um, I don't know, you know, for Roger Rabbit. But anyways, anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm getting wistful now about thinking about Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, no, Roger, yeah, no, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's, well, it's see, at least one. they haven't they haven't redone Roger Rabbit and you have to be like, no! <laughs> I know. That I is a read, question. I did eventually find the script for the the prequel. And it's a, it's a fun script, but I'm glad they never made it. It's... Yeah, like um, uh, Forrest Gump 2? Yes, yes, yes. These ill-advised stories. <laughs> I, fa- I found out uh, that, so the, the prequel, like, it's kind of like, it eventually becomes like a World War II story, but it's like, it starts off and it's about like Roger befriending like this young actor moving to Hollywood. And I didn't know this, but it's, it was written for Tom Cruise. And I'm like, you know what? If there's one person who would like really commit to it, that reality, like mm-hmm. Tom Cruise would. He like really wanted the role. Oh wow, that <laughs> would have been great! So yeah, I would yeah. watch that. Totally watch Anytime that. I read about a movie that Tom Cruise was almost in, it it no no actor changes the complexion of the movie yes. more. Like I read once that he was he was almost the star of the Hudsucker Proxy. That and would have been th- wild. Like, what? what a what a weird different yeah. movie than with yeah. Tim Robbins. Uh, like it's like it, he it would have completely blown up the movie in a different way. Like I can't, I can't even imagine a, that. That would yeah. have been not that movie. At all, because I lo- I do love Tom Cruise, but I don't know that I've ever seen him play like dumb. Yeah, it's mm, too broadly yeah. comic. Yeah, you know, like he can be an enthusiastic guy, but it would have been a co- it would have been a completely yeah. different. I mean, yeah, I don't know even know how he would. Yeah, low status. You know? yeah. Or like may- yeah. maybe even not dumb, but like naive. Like, yeah. but there's one thing that I feel like Cruise brings is always like this intense. Like it's like this intense. I don't know. He's just he's like savvy. there. He's very he's savvy. Yeah. Even when he's playing like kind of like sh- like, and I, I do like that he's still a character that is willing to play like like an Edge of Tomorrow or um, you know, this is going back a ways, but War of the Worlds. Like he's he's willing to play like shitty characters, flawed characters, like cat like an Edge of Tomorrow. He's plays a coward, but it's like, but he still does it with like a, a sense of like authority and and. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe he's he would have been a good Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah maybe he would have yeah, been yeah. a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really interesting. It's... Like, not Tim Allen, Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. But that would have also made sense, honestly, yeah. that that would be the original characters. And then this is like the toy version yeah. is not Tom Cruise. But... Chris Evans just, yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris Evans just feels very much like, how do we keep it in the Disney thing? And that, like, you know, how do we yes. connect everything to everything? How do we get Avengers heat onto this? I don't know. Captain America. Um, we got to rate this movie on some kind of scale of something that was mm. important to the film. This movie has a ton of little coils and crystals and yeah, uh, little. There's all kinds of stuff. So we, we just have to agree, we just have to think about something. Uh, yeah, how would we rate this movie? I would go on um, uh, uh, Socks the Robot Cat. As a that, really, yeah. Like, num- of yeah. one to four of Socks the Robot Cat, because to me that was the most compelling character. Yeah. Okay. One out of four Socks the Robot Cat. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. On a scale of one, or on a scale of zero to four, Socks the Robot Cats. We can give zero. We've never given anything zero. You can do zero. Woo. Okay. You can do zero if you yeah. want. Threw it in the mix. Yeah. Uh, Joan, you can go last with the official okay. word as the guest. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, I guess I felt like I'm not the biggest Toy Story fan. It, uh, I think Toy Story 3 uh, with the 9-11 part I'll talk about uh, kind of all the time. Um, 
they're, they're holding hands as they they go to their own death. Uh, that constantly makes me cry, even just thinking about it. So I think Buzz as a character was never my way into Toy Story either, um, just because um, I don't know. It's more it's more the whole world of it, which is very sweet. Um, so going into this movie, I wasn't like, oh wow, I need this to be good. But then when I was watching it. I was I, I was reminded of kind of like the moroseness of uh of Pixar movies. Like there's cars and then there are all their other movies which are basically some sort of musing on death. And this was this really felt weird because of that. Like you you can't really be a Pixar movie and also be a Buzz Lightyear origin story. Like those things seem like directly in conflict. So because of that, uh, I do think that the beginning caused a lot of feelings for me. <laughs> but I would give this to, uh, two stars because I would really never watch it again. Yeah, two, uh, not stars. I'm so sorry. Two, well, Buzz Lightyear looks at the stars. But yes, uh, yes. We're talking. Two, <laughs> Socks the Robot Cat. <laughs> stars. Really four the robot cat he's great um i just realized we're doing a we're doing a space movie and we're not doing stars anyway uh i know the, what uh, yeah uh, well, uh we're scared of them just like izzy yes, yes i'm terrified I'm of too stars scared. yeah i'm too scared not afraid of tom cruise yeah <laughs> she's, so, she's so scared of stars that she can't read leonard malton's movie guide <laughs> She can't read Entertainment yeah. Weekly because she's yeah. afraid of stars. Yeah. Well, as you know, Entertainment Weekly, they do letter grades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean the, the magazine star. itself. You get it's the full of star. Yeah. Oh, 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 yes. The photos. The, the, yeah. the stars are yes. just like us. Uh-huh. <laughs> the uh, This movie, I would say, is... Um, is not a good movie for kids. I have, a, I have a, I guess I have a um, weird thing with these Pixar movies because I think when I started watching them around the time of Toy Story, I was, I, I might have, I, I really wasn't a kid anymore. I think I was fifteen or sixteen, and I was like out of the uh, realm of wanting to watch um, movies that were geared specifically toward children. Even though Toy Story is an exemplary movie, um, family film. Uh, but my point being, I've never watched them really as a kid. I've never watched them as a parent. And so I don't know if I'm, if I've ever been like the ideal, like audience in general for, for the Pixar films, like, I don't know, seeing like Ratatouille on a date or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What am I doing here? You know, like, (laughs) but, uh, I think, um, uh, this one, th- yeah, this film I just think is not, it fails a fundamental test of just like, are are there, b- despite whatever it, it, its shortcomings or strengths thematically, I'm like, just are we in fun sets with fun characters doing fun things? And I feel mm-hmm. like for much of the movie, we're not, you know, and uh, it just, it, it's, it, it's, we've said the words de- dreary and depressing and heavy and this and that, you know, and it's, it is, it does kind of feel like that. And I think it's reflected also in the, in the fact that the movie's not incredibly successful uh if the if the opening weekend is 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 any indication and then in terms of like the 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 controversial uh aspects of uh of uh the things that are being you know debated or talked about in terms of having a a, a lesbian couple in the beginning of the film uh 
I don't I I did not necessarily think that the inclusion of that stuff was I mean the idea that like you can kiss your wife like one time and then you die <laughs> is I wasn't like oh yes they finally yeah. did it you yeah. know yeah. Um, yeah but uh but so I, in that way I'm I'm I'm, pr- I'm probably going to go harsh on Lightyear and give it a give it like a, a one and a half probably I, I think that if you I I think even coming at it if you if I actually think if you lo- really like Toy Story uh you might walk away from this uh even more disappointed in a way uh but uh, one and a half yeah uh, socks the robot uh, cats socks the robot cats yeah oh, okay yeah um yeah i would say as coming at it as from someone who does really like the toy store story movies and you know i i, I mean i was a little older when the first one came out but i i've just i love animation i always really you know I even even as I got older, I still made it very much a part of my life. And I really love those movies. And I feel like this movie just, you know, doesn't key into anything that was like fun or endearing about the Buzz Lightyear as Buzz Lightyear as a character or like the kind of like, you know, the fictional world outside of the frame of the Toy Story movies. You know, there is why maybe that was stated a little in a, a little overcomplicated way, but I mean like, you know, clearly that within the world of toy story movies, there's this, you know, fictional character, Buzz Lightyear that goes on adventures that, you know, there's cartoon shows and movies that these kids watch that these kids watch and fall in love with and are obsessed with. And, you know, this movie just doesn't like key into any of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't lock on to like, and it doesn't like, as I've you know, I've said this, but whatever, like, I, I feel like what you want to do with this movie is start from a point of like, okay, like, what would make a six-year-old kid in 1995 absolutely like fall in love with the movie? And that doesn't seem like at all where they started from. They started from a point of, it seems like it just seemed like someone's like, abstract idea for a sci-fi movie that they like grafted Buzz Lightyear into and you know maybe there's a version of that that I would have really liked and I would have been like well it's not what I expected but they did a really good ver- a good job with it. it it made me feel things I I I I liked it but they didn't do that either so it's almost like they abandoned the easy route and then just made a a not fun movie by taking the hard the <laughs> yeah. harder route um <laughs> And yeah, speaking to what you're saying, Ryan, you know, like, like all the, the, you know, the Buzz Lightyear's best friend being like queer and, you know, seeing her family grow up, it all feels like so like insignificant. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's like this, we shouldn't be applauding companies for like, this is what the the queerness we're getting right now in in film like this it's so like inconsequential and it is just kind of like used as a a a, like piece in buzz lightyear's story it's just like kind of like something like propping up buzz lightyear's story and not a real story not real characters on their own so like i you know i'm not giving it any points for that but yeah it's just not like it's not a fun movie and it's not what I think a Buzz Lightyear movie should be. And it's, and it's, but it's also not the good version of this other thing. So I'm going to be harsh on it and say, yeah, I think it deserves like one, one socks, the robot cats. 
Oh man! So yeah. I gave it extra points just for making me cry a whole bunch. So yeah, yeah but nobody <laughs> well, really had fun. <laughs> no, I mean that's the thing. I mean, and you bring up that thing of like Pixar movies always have the, these like segments of like moroseness. You know, there's mm-hmm. always a part where like things get sad and you really feel something, and it seems like that's what was just allowed to like permeate the entire film not mm-hmm. just like the the story but like the look of it too like it all looks like we're in like you know it's like what if we set the entire movie in like that ravine that that bing bong gets trapped in <laughs> like what if we just never leave that let's set it in the quarry that uh, the garden state crew uh, mm-hmm. uh screams into yes yeah. exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 odd choice very odd choice yeah, even yeah, just I'm thinking back to set pieces. Something like a set piece I wrote down is like, oh, cones. There's the thing where they get trapped in the cones yeah. for like mm-hmm. a minute. It's like that's kind of fun. Yeah, but it's like one that and like one other thing in space. Like you, I can. It's not like with totally without those things, but it's like there's like three of them in a in a movie in an hour and forty minute ch- you know yeah. movie for children. Um, yeah, I think you have but to have for a few children more. feels like it's in quotes. It's like I don't yeah. feel like this was made for children. <laughs> Just, it's like you could tell me that, but I think you maybe haven't met any if you think that this movie is for children. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, uh, this is this is the first uh, animated uh, film that we've uh, we've uh, discussed on the show. So, yeah. uh, so uh, it's an honor to have uh, you, you, someone uh, very passionate about animation, uh, to be uh, discussing it with us. Yeah. yeah, I wish it could have been. Some, I wish it was like a movie. I guess I am passionate about it, but in the in this respect of like. They did it wrong. I'm passionate about that. <laughs> Say not. Well, you know what? We'll have you back when it's a movie that's a little bit more exciting and yeah. less uh, about crying and dying and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you back for Boss Baby three? Uh, is it three? Are we? Are, I feel like we're at five at least. <laughs> well, there's a, there's two movies and then and then t- at least two at least t- two TV series right now. Oh, okay. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think yes. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm are not they gonna, gonna watch the, any the, of it. <laughs> Alec, I, there's no way Alec Baldwin's involved in the TV. No, no, oh, he's okay. not. All right. He yeah. also doesn't do that. He's not the voice of the. You can get the Boss Baby on Cameo, but it's not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've seen that you can get the Boss Baby yeah. on Cameo. Also, oh the Boss the, the Boss Baby will not say stuff. That you cannot get the Boss Baby to say like anything like they're very restrictive about like what the boss baby can say yeah. oh yeah That's, you can't um, like do a little like if you sneak in a secret rust reference or something you yes. couldn't get the you couldn't the, do that yeah. but you can't even like they don't let you like expand upon the boss baby like mythology like i really wanted like i, I wanted to get my friend a boss uh, a boss baby cameo that was like you're, you're so like they had just gotten like a business promotion and it's like you you're so good at business like you're now the president of baby co and it's like no you can't say you can't in, in like assume that your friend is now president of baby co or oh. whatever yeah oh, yeah these are some rules that seem like someone was thinking a little too hard about it yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. it's like yeah just a little too hard <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> But hey, maybe someone could have thought a little bit harder about Lightyear and then it would actually be fun and something that children wanted to watch or adults wanted to watch nostalgically or something like that. But anyway, something, yeah, <laughs> something that came in at number one at the box office. Yeah. Maybe what is it? Is it, is it not number it. one? I well, think it's num- I think it's going to be number two. It's like they're, it's neck and neck with uh, Jurassic World, but I think it's going to come in number two, which I think maybe the only only the second Pixar movie to ever come in like number two opening weekend of the box office. 
mm-hmm. that and like like good dinosaurs. Good dinosaur, yeah, I'm oh, pretty boy. sure. Yeah, good dinosaur is the know. other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the ones that nobody watches. Ouch. Yeah. Well, as we speak, oh, as this is as this podcast is getting released, Disney is there are many meetings today at Disney Heads about how to proceed with the future. Yeah. Of the franchise, the future of the party. Well, I'm never getting hired to write one of these, clearly, after all those comments I just made. Oops, sorry. I mean, I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, just so everyone knows, we all like everything. We'll we'll all work on everything. It's so good. Hire me. I would write it so well. (laughs) I love everyone. But thank you so much, Joan. You've always been a great fan of movies, uh, and we should totally go to the movies sometime. Please. And A-list it up together. Yes. I'm, I come with, we can go. We can also, you, y'all are invited whenever I go with Mark Rennie and Connor Shin. Uh, Amazing. Oh, yes. We'll yes. Do it. yes. Yeah. Also, yes. Uh, also, uh, uh, great, great people to, to, to talk about movies and, and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're just, you're just so fun to talk to, uh, to movies, uh, as, about movies with. Both of you as well. And uh, and if any and if anyone I, I mentioned uh, your Twitter your Joan Haley Ford on Twitter and Instagram yes on Twitter and Instagram okay okay and that's and that's where people can uh, can yeah. find you if they get when you got uh, cool stuff coming up and shows and you're yeah. doing you do, you're doing like live sketch shows right or, or do you or have you done we're back at it yeah me and my uh, sketch partner Kate Raft uh, we have we uh, we had a sketch we have a, we have a sketch group called Red and Yellow um, we were doing a lot of stuff pre pandemic and now we're kind of like ramping like live the- live theaters back and we're back out and doing it so uh hopefully within like a like a month of you know half a year or so we're gonna have like a new show going out so yeah yeah, which I greatly respect because um, I no one does live sketch anymore. Like, I know. Really, you, I, think, I think you two might yeah. be the only ones I know that are. I doing think so. It. Yeah. Well, so, I'm too tired. So good for you. That's exhausting. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, it's the same thing with videos. I'm like, so we just to stop. We 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 just all stop making videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how um, you do it anymore. Well, uh, thank you so much. For discussing and thanks you so much for taking time out of your uh, your Sunday to do this and we will talk to you really soon. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>